Here. We're going to have a good night of worship tonight. Um, and so tonight's an encounter. Um, and the encounter, it basically depends on how far you want to go with God. If you want to press in the scripture, you know what the scripture says. It says, if we draw close to him, he draws close to us. When we take a step towards him, um, he takes a step towards us. Tonight, really at this, is not an event where kind of hate to call it an event, but um, it's something that when we come together, people that come to this, we're already at a place in our faith that we're mature in the Lord, right? Um, we, we understand we're all maturing at different levels, but we're mature in the Lord. So during this night is a night that it's like, man, we, you know, we don't uh, hold back tonight. As long as it's, it's a biblical expression of worship, we want you to feel free. You can get out in the aisle. You can come down front. You can dance. Uh, you, can, you, you can do uh, whatever the Lord is laying upon you. And uh, don't worry. I mean, we don't, a lot of times we worry so much about getting out of order. Uh, don't worry. If you're out of order, we'll let you know. But most of the time, it's not about getting out of order. It's just get about getting out of your comfort zone and drawing close to him and just pressing in. God's not going to do anything in this room tonight that we don't want him to do. Like he, we have to invite him in because he's not going to, to force himself on us. And tonight, I pray, man, that you guys truly have an encounter. Um, treat this night as a, as a night just to get in his presence. And if you want, I mean, we got plenty of space in here that if you want to just stretch out, get you away from somebody and just stretch out on one of these uh, these benches or chairs to where you can just soak in his presence, whatever gets you to that place. And tonight, um, I just want us to kind of enter in. I know we don't have children's ministry tonight, and that's that's for a purpose because we, we don't want uh, a team of people off somewhere. We want you to draw in, and even the kids need to be exposed to the things of God. We may think that they're not paying attention, but they need to be exposed to these prophetic moments tonight. And so it's spirit-led. We don't have a whole lot of plans tonight. We do have uh, our music.
music that is going to be led by Alan Bailey um, and Scott Vick. Uh, his son Michael on the drums. We're super glad to have them as our guests tonight. And uh, Alan has, uh, he was in the youth group when I uh, started as youth pastor back in the early 90s at Loxley Church of God. And as I was coming to the church, I think it was your senior year, and uh, so, so we had about a year of ministry, and then years later, Alan uh, helped us in youth ministry and children's ministry here at the very beginning of our church uh, many years ago. I don't know many, how many years ago that was. Um, Alan is a prophet of God, and uh, I don't know many uh, of our people necessarily that know him um, in, in that way, in the role of a prophet, but I can tell you that in my life, uh, Alan has spoken prophetically over my life several times. He's interpreted dreams that the Lord has given me. So I trust Alan when it comes to uh, just flowing in the spirit of God. It's a beautiful thing. Um, in just a few minutes as they come, uh, they're going to uh, lead us in some songs. Some we'll be familiar with, some of we we, we won't be familiar with. Uh, and I just want you to press in, man. Just press in to the Lord. And tonight, we're going to start with a few scriptures, and uh, we're going to we're going to begin our service with uh, the, the blowing of the shofar. Uh, many of us in Christendom, we know what that is. But basically, for we don't, we don't use the shofar like uh, Orthodox Jews do. They only use the shofar on certain high and holy days in Judaism. But for us in the Christian faith, we use it as a, a symbol of praise we use it as a call to worship. We use it as a call to war. And tonight, uh, we're really going to press into some warfare type prayer and some declarations. And uh, if you, uh, one of the scripture that I gave you, I want you to come up and we're just going to pass the mic off uh, to you as your scriptures come up. And they're going to be on the screen. And I would love for you to just kind of declare this over the service tonight uh, that we're going to, we're, we're overcoming. The very first scripture uh, is this. It's Revelation 12 and 11. And it says this, and they, the saints, overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And this is why I want us to read these scriptures because we think of the word of our testimony as in our story or witnessing for Christ, but the word of, the t of our testimony is the word itself, the logos of God, the word of God in our mouth. And so as we say these scriptures tonight, this is what we're declaring over this service. And Alan, if you want to, you can go ahead and get on the stage because you can use your mic from up there. And then we're going to enter into this place of high praise. And as, um, as Doug blows the shofar, this is going to be our call to worship, but it's also our call to warfare. Okay. Are you ready to enter in? You ready to enter in? Come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. And uh, whoever has number two, you, they're all numbered. So just, uh, and, and when, when you read them, like, man, we're, we're declaring the word of the Lord. Like, read them with, uh, declare them with intensity in your voice. You know what I'm saying? Come on, let's do it. 
1 John 5, verses 14 and 15. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Ephesians 6, 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Amen. Hebrew 4.12 For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. Cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow, it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Philippians 4.19, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. I have told you all this so that you may be, have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. Yeah, yes. Matthew 16, 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Amen. And this is the last one. So, uh, Doug, come on with your shofar and bring it and get ready, man. We're just going to go into some, some uh, high praise as we enter in tonight. All right, 2 Corinthians 10 and 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Father God, tonight in the name of Jesus, we come in your mighty name. The God of Jehovah, you are our righteousness, you are our banner, you are our refuge, Lord. We come in your name. And God, we sound out a war cry tonight. We, we come to make war against our enemy, Satan, who has come against us in so many ways. And he's preventing things in our family, people from being saved, Lord. Uh, blessing to come. And we say tonight, no more. We are tearing down the walls. We are tearing down. Uh, weapons that have been formed against us because the word of God has promised us that it will not prosper. God, we're not here tonight to hype you up. You don't need to be hyped up. Amen? God doesn't need to be hyped up. We don't have to prop him up. We don't have to, to uh, say anything to make God bigger. He's big all by himself. And tonight, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we come in your name as David said to to the giant Goliath. He said, you might come to me with mighty armor, a sword and a shield, but we come to you tonight in the name of the Lord. Come on, let the people of God shout. Come on, let the people of God shout. We honor you in the mighty name of Jesus. We glorify you, come on, Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. Lift it up, raise it up. Raise it up, raise it up. Tonight is a night of breakthrough. 
is a night of break off. Tonight is a night of breakdown. You need to know that if you need some place to go, God's going to take you there tonight. If So let me explain these terms to you real quick. A breakthrough is for those wanting to birth that purpose that has been gestating and incubating in your heart. The breakout is for those who are held captive by mindsets that say something is holding them back from the full measure of His glory. The breakoff is for those who have shackles and bondages that have either been put there by you or someone else. And the breakdown is for those who just need to come, fall down at His feet, and have a total and complete meltdown at the feet of your Savior. So whichever one of those things, God spoke one word to me the entire week, and that was break. One word. So what I want us to do with the authority, as he sounds the shofar one more time, I want us to yell the word break. You ready? One, two, three, break! Psalms 96 says, sing unto the Lord a new song. This is what this is. This is a new song to you. It's not a new song to us. This is a song that uh, Scott and I wrote about 15 years ago. But you, you, you'll never believe when you hear the lyrics how it plays into what's going on in our church right now. You ready? I will sing a new song to you, Lord. Come on, clap your hands. Your praise will continuously be on my lips. Come on, I will sing. I will sing a new song to you, Lord. Your praise will continuously be on my lips. Now sing along. Repeat after me. I will laugh. And I will sing. And I will dance. For you, my king, for you, my king. 
okay, okay, okay. Now, I need to let you know what part of the Bible this comes out of. I need to let you know what the presence of this song is. And then maybe you'll understand what I say whenever I say, Everybody dance before your king. Everybody sing before your king. You'll understand. See, David had just brought back the Ark of the Covenant. He had just brought it back. Every step steps they were sacrificing animals and worshiping. Every seven steps they were sacrificing animals and worship. And so whenever he gets into the city, this man loses his mind. Ridiculous worship, undignified worship for his king. So that's what we're unleashing tonight. We're not doing praise and worship. We're doing praise and warfare. You understand? Now, maybe you ain't got nothing that needs fighting in your life, and that's good, and I'm ble- bless God. But, man, let me tell you, I've been through hell this week to get here. And I, whenever I say that, even down to my van breaking down this morning, I've been trying, the enemy has been trying to keep me from being here. So you need to understand that this ain't fake, this ain't hype, this ain't built up. This is real, and I need you to get with me, because this is participatory. Are we good? All right, here we go. I will sing. I will sing a new song to you. Your praise will continuously be on my lips. I will sing a new song to you, Lord. Mm. Your praise will continuously be on my lips. Now I'll laugh, I'll sing, I'll dance. So I will laugh. And I will sing. And I will dance for you, my king. There we go. I will laugh and I will sing. I'm going to dance for you, my king, for you, my king. Yeah! 
Like David did, pure and undefiled before you. I want to dance. You want to dance that way before your father? Like David did. Yeah. Yeah. That's the tone. Keep going, keep going, guys. Keep going, keep going. That's the tone for tonight. That's the tone. That's where we're at. This is not mealy mouth. Oh, let's play patty cake tonight. If you came for that, okay, cool. You're in, your hair is going to be stuck back on the back of your head, and you're going to be like this because we're going somewhere. All right? So here we go. I will laugh. So I will laugh. And I will sing. And I will dance. For you, my king. For you, my king. I will laugh. And I will sing. And I will dance. For you, my king. For you, my king. I want to dance. I want to dance. I want to dance. I want to dance. I want to dance like David did. I want to dance. I want to dance. I want to dance. I want to dance. I want to dance like David did. One more time. So everybody say these words. It's cool to sing songs I don't really know. Now we're going to say it again. It's cool to sing songs I really don't know. And here's why. Lyrically, they give glory to God. Lyrically, they're scripturally correct. And lyrically, God don't care what you like. So if you didn't like that one, try the next one. You don't like that one, try the next one. You don't like that one, try the next one. That's an original song. And, I, and, and there's going to be a couple more of them. And they're going to be curveballs. But I hope you enjoy them. So tonight is a night not just of encounter, but I want you to really catch this, that like our words make war. I want you all to feel that. My words make war. Your words make war. Hey kids, on the back there, your words make war against the enemy of your heart. You may not understand that, but one day whenever you're in a room and you're like, whoa, my words can make war. Your words can make war. Your words can make war. Your words can make war. And we are mighty for the tearing down of strongholds. You get this? And this song right here, it talks about strongholds. It's all about tearing down strongholds. And I want you to feel this. I want you to catch this, okay? We tear down every stronghold in this place in your life by the blood of the Lamb. Not by me, not by rife, not by power, not by might. Hey, that rhymed. But by the blood of the Lamb. Worship.
tell you, while I was praying uh, today and just seeking uh, God for tonight, I knew that we were going to kind of be going to breakthrough. Uh, and I heard the Lord just speaking to me and saying that, um, you know, many times we're looking to break off stuff externally. But the Lord said that uh, there's some things that we need to break off from us internally. Like there are things that we've got on us. Like, honestly, pride. Pride is a huge one. And uh, when I, I had to get over the pride thing, I had to ask the Lord to help uh, deliver me from my own pride because I was always thinking about what other people thought about me in, in worship. Man, I'm just telling you, if you've, been a, if you've been a Christian over a year and that's still an issue, break that crap off tonight. Break it off tonight so that you can, uh, you know, even that clap is pitiful. I'm just saying that clap is pitiful. Uh, Man, I'm telling you, do you think for a second that people that worship uh, our enemy are embarrassed? Or I'm not saying you're embarrassed. Do you think they're apathetic? I'm just telling you, they're not. They will, will put the church sometimes to shame. I'm not trying to shame you. What I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to say, man, liberate yourself so that you can press in, that you can press in. Can you imagine like, uh, I wanna laugh, laughing in the face of our enemy at the report that he's given you, you know, at the, at the, at the lie he's told you about your family, your children, all these different things, just to be able to laugh in his face like you must be an idiot. Uh, while, while you were singing that and we, we were singing it together, I literally uh, saw myself laughing in the face of the enemy over some of the lies that he's told me and I choose not to believe. So come on, man, let's break some stuff tonight that's internal, that's breaking it off of us. We tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. By the blood of the Lamb, we tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. By the blood of the Lamb. They're new, but they're not hard, I promise. By the blood of the Lamb. Come on, sing that with me. We tear down every stronghold. Declare it. We tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. By the blood of the Lamb, we tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. By the blood of We tear down every stronghold, declare it. We tear down every stronghold, believe it. We tear down every stronghold. By the blood of the Lamb, we tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. We tear down every stronghold. Bye. 
shackles will be broken and bondages will be removed. Shackles will be broken and bondages will be removed. Father, we worship you, Father. You have empowered us with the blood of the Lamb for the tearing down of strongholds, for the moving of the mountains, for the breaking of shackles, for the removing of bondages. We decree it. We declare it. We know that this is your will in the earth. As the Spirit was moving over the water, the Spirit comes. 
Lord, we give you honor. We give you honor. Give you honor. 
God, you send the fire, send the rain. You send the fire, send the rain.
send it down, oh God, over Baldwin County. Send it down, oh God, over Alabama. Send it down, oh God, over North America.
up right now in unity all across the building and just say whatever you want to do God whatever you want to be tonight however you want me to be I'm here I'm ready I'm available yeah 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 that's freedom that's freedom your identity's not caught up in what this world told you that you are a young person you're what he told you you are. Lady, just because that love rejected you doesn't mean that there's a love that won't, that will, that is always going to reject you. Matter of fact, there's a love that will never reject you, that will never hurt you, that will never damage you, that will never leave you alone. Man, dude, man, if you need a friend, you got a friend in Jesus. I'm telling you right now, 
In my darkest, deepest times, he was the friend that I never had. He was the friend that was never there. You feel what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? If you're alone, you're not. If you're broken, you're mistaken. If you're lost, you're not. He's got your freedom. He's got your freedom. Yeah? Come on, come on, come on. Give Jesus a hand, just a praise, a worship, an honor.
Wonderful is your name. 
Right now, I feel like God wants you to lavish some love on Him. Sound booth guys, don't freak out. None of these other songs are going to be on. Spirit's moving right now, and we're just going with it. But let me tell you right now, He's such a beautiful God. He's such a beautiful God. And you don't have to know these words, but I want you to soak in this music that we're about to sing to you, okay? And if you need breakthrough, if you need breakout, if you need break off, if you need to break down, This is a perfect opportunity. As I look into the stars, wondering how far away they are, and how you hold them in your hand. You know my innermost being, Lord, even better than I know, than I know myself. What a beautiful God. What a beautiful God. 
and around the throne where the, the train of his robe fills the temple. And there's four living accretions around him, and they each have six wings. These are the seraphim. And with two, they fly. And with two, they cover their eyes. And with two, they cover their feet. And day and night, night and day, day and night, night and day, day and night, night and day, they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. If you're tiring of worship here, if you tire of praising him here, you're going to hate heaven. You're going to hate paradise. You're going to hate the place he's got prepared for us. Because beyond the four living creatures, there are the elders who lay their crowns down before him. Beyond that, there's the tens of the thousands of multitudes of the angels of the armies of God waiting for his command to say, it's time, son, go. It's time. Go. What is too big for your God? What is too big for your God? If I've got something in me that he's purposed me to do, tonight's the night I need to break that out and birth it. See, my wife prays for me every time before I come on stage. I got to tell you all this. First of all, I wanted to apologize. I'm not eloquent. I'm raw. I'm real. And this is my worship. You're just getting to see how I worship. If you ever look over there in the corner, this is the same thing I do on Sunday mornings. I mean, like literally, it's not, no different on stage. I'm just as crazy back there. But my wife prayed a prayer. And usually whenever she prays, she says, God, I want to see you move. God, I want to choose. I want to see you use Alan tonight. Lord, let him be your hands. Let him be your feet. Let him be your mouthpiece. Every time before I ever go on stage, no matter where I'm at in the world, I call her and I have her pray for me before I preach, before I sing, before I do anything. Because that's my bone. That's one there. That's the other half. And if she's not in agreement with me, then I'm not getting anything done that I need to get done. But tonight she said something that she's never prayed whenever she prays before me. She said, Lord, I want you to use Alan mildly. I want you to da 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 right? But then she said, and tonight is a night of miracles. Now, no, 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 don't clap yet because you don't know who prayed that. I need to let you know who prayed that. This is a woman who's held on to a dream for 20 years that she saw come to pass last week. Whenever she got a job she's been dreaming of since before my babies were born. She's had it in her heart that she's got this one profession that she's always wanted to do. And we watched this movie where people were getting gold teeth. And she said, well, if they can get gold teeth, I can get gold teeth. So I'm going to pray for a gold tooth. Well, instead of giving her a gold tooth, God gave her a dentist that gave her a job that put her into the dental care field that she's always wanted to be in. Same woman who, upon meeting my brother in Haiti, Mark Allen, my brother from another mother, my translator, my bodyguard, my dude, my kid's Uncle Marky in Haiti, he wanted to go to Canada to immigrate with his wife. 
She'd been there for three years and all of his paperwork had gotten clogged up. And I told him, I said, dude, if you want that paperwork to move, you better have my wife pray. He's like, what do you mean, bro? I said, I'm telling you, dude, when she prays, things happen. She prayed three months later, he was in Canada. So when she says tonight is a night of miracles, I believe it. But you got to believe it to receive that miracle. You feel what I'm saying? Like, 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 it don't matter what I know. It don't matter what I think. It don't matter what I feel. What do you know? What do you feel? What do you believe? Because is your God still in the miracle business? Is your God still in that business of making things happen? You know that old song, God will make a way when you think there is no way, right? God will make a way, but you got to help him. You got to help him. You got to part. This is a participatory relationship with God. It ain't a sit on your duff and things make things happen. You need to pray. You need to fast. You need to seek. You need to read. You need to feed. Oh, what's that feed thing? Feed myself? No, feed the sheep. Feed the others. Serve. You can't just keep getting fat and happy. You got to find something that you're pouring out. We're made to be conduits, not repositories. Because when you become a repository, you end up being a suppository. I ain't going to explain that, but if you need somebody to tell you about that, ask them. You don't want nothing clogged up. You don't want nothing clogged up whenever it comes to God. I just feel like this is, this is where we're supposed to go, Scott. I just feel like we're supposed to go to this place. Jesus, Jesus, there's just something about that name. Master, Savior, I want you to like with me. Jesus, like the after the rain sing Jesus 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim just something about that name. Let me tell you about my friend Jesus real quick. Let me tell you about my friend Jesus real quick. It's the most powerful name in all of creation. He's the most powerful thing that's ever been created. He's the most powerful being that's ever walked the face of the earth. He was both God and man. He was born in a manger. He lived as a man. He died as a criminal. He rose as a savior, and he's coming back as king. And there ain't no ifs or buts about it. I don't care what the world says. I'm going to follow him. 
I don't care what the world tells me. I'm going to chase him because I know he's been too good to me. He's been too good to me. Right now, I got I to gotta, I gotta speak a word. Pastor, I told you a couple of weeks ago that I felt like the prayer of Jabez was a confession for you. But I need to sing something over you. It's a new season. It's a new day. A fresh anointing is coming your way. It's a season of power and prosperity. It's a new season and it's coming for you. And the other word was that he wants to enlarge your territory. That's the part of the Jabez prayer that is so important, is that he wants to enlarge your territory, that it's a new season, that behold, all the old things are past, and I make all things new. Can you not perceive it? God is doing a new thing. He's making streams in the desert. He's making oases in the dry places. He's bringing the resources. You don't have to chase it anymore. You're not going to have to irrigate your fields, because in the latter season he's gonna bring the latter rains man if y'all don't pray for your pastor the way I pray for your pastor you you, you have stepping I'm telling you you gotta lift this dude up not because of him but because of what he carries I love him I love him as a man I love him as a person I love him as a brother but he carries something that none of us carry and we need, we, we need, to, we need to, to, to gird that up. But God is in control. And he's doing something different. I don't know if y'all feel the difference, but there's a difference. God wants to break some stuff tonight. And if you came in here heavy burdened, if you came in here with something that you just can't get off by yourself, you may need somebody to pray you through. That, my friend, is breakout. Whenever I go into the prison cell and I break you out of prison, I break you out of the place you can't go, get from yourself, that's a breakout. Well, maybe you need to birth something. Well, I'm sorry, Mama, unless I give you a cesarean, you're going to have to push. There's some things you just got to push. You got to get to. But you know what? I really feel like there's a group of people in here tonight that need some things broken off. They're not external. They're internal. My eyes are closed, and I'm listening to you, God. Mm. I really feel right now there's some people in this place that your identity has been stolen from you by the words of others. I really feel like there's some people in here that the words of others has completely and totally wrecked what your image of God to you is. Because from a very real place, I've had people speak over me before that's ruined my image of God. That's something you need broke off. That ain't something that you can break out of. That ain't something you can break through on. That's not something you need to have a breakdown about. You need to break that off. And you need to break and break and break until you're pulverized. You understand? Because I'm dust. I'm dust. So God, break me, pulverize me, make, obliterate me. Just your glory, right? Just waiting on the Lord.
Just waiting on the Lord here in this moment. All of me is all I have to give. All of me is all I have to give. Just as prophetic, sing it with me. All of me is all I have to give. All of me is all I have to give. Then you tell me it's enough. He says it's enough. He says, child, you're enough. He says it's enough. You're enough. Son and daughter, don't you know you're enough? You're the apple of my eye. Your name is on my palm. I know the hairs on your head. I'll never give you a snake for bread. Oh, all of me is all I have to is all I have to give and he says it's enough child you're enough son and daughter don't you know you're enough you're enough (laughs) some of you don't believe this that's why you can't agree with this you can't get with me right now because you don't think you're enough I speak out right now, Father, against any spiritual stronghold in this place that is putting up barriers to the reception of this identity that you're trying to instill in your sons and daughters tonight. I will not stand here meek. I will not stand here weak. I will not stand here timid before the enemy. Matter of fact, I say in the name of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus, that any foul spirit has to leave now in Jesus' name. You can't stay. You got to go. Say, we are sons and daughters of the uncreated God. Sons and daughters of the uncreated God. He wasn't shaped. He wasn't formed. He wasn't carved. He was uncreated. He always has been. He always will be. The Alpha. The Omega. The beginning, the end, from Yahweh to Yeshua, he is forever. His name is forever, and his name is holy. Mm. Just worship him right now where you're at. Right now. Just with your own song, with your own place. I just, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not trying to belabor a moment, but I think God's moving in this moment here with some folks. If you need to be in the altar, come get on your face. I'm not going to do some crazy altar call where I say one, two, three. But if you need to get in the altar and break down before your God and get some stuff off, don't wait, don't hesitate, don't ask somebody to beg you. Get up here and just get on your face and before God. Because there are some folks here that need to be on their face before God because you got some things that you need that, that only tears are going to get. 
that only the tears that come out of you are going to be salved to the wounds that you have. Oh, God. I, I see the Lord calling those who've been uh, verbally abused. Uh, you know, I, and, and before I go there, I just want to uh, just confirm today that prophetic word you just spoke over me today uh, back in my office. Um, you know, God creating a path where there's no path, creating it. He's doing a new thing. Forget about the old things. He's doing a new thing. Do you not see it? That was all over me today. You, you quoted it. And then uh, the Lord, I'm telling you, um, I almost made a declaration of the prayer of Jabez in this service tonight. Because uh, I felt like, you know, the Lord was saying, it's time for us to expand our tent pegs, you know? And so I'm like, man, that is so right on. Cause it's like, you know, I didn't do that, but I'm like, you know, God do what he want to do. You know, that's, the, that's what God does. He just does. He makes a way if I, if I do it or not. So just right on with that. But I hear the Lord. I see the Lord. I see it in the spirit realm. And I just kind of see a line stretched out from here to there of people who uh, you've been verbally abused in, in your life. You, you know what verbal abuse is. Uh, but then there are people that uh, you don't know that you've been verbally abused. But it's, there's, there's something that was said to you at some point in your life that you partnered with a lie. And I remember... Um, I remember, I just want to tell this real quick. I remember when I was, uh, I think I was about five or six years old when I partnered with um, two spirits. And I partnered with a poverty spirit and an orphan spirit. And I didn't even, I wasn't even a Christian. And I was abused as a child. And very few, well, nobody knew, knew about it. But I don't want to go into that whole story but some adults found out about the same abuse going on with another kid that we all knew. And I thought to myself, oh my God, it's over, it's over, it's over, it's finally over. Now they're going to come ask me because they leave me alone with that person all the time. And they're going to say, did this happen to you? Have, have you had this happen? And it's over, it's over. And the help never came. Nobody ever came to check on me nobody ever made it stop and I heard a voice man I'm just five six years old I heard a voice and the voice said this you're all alone in the world nobody cares about you the only person that is going to take you little guy is care of you is you and that and I believed that voice you and I both know that's not true, but the, I believed that voice and I partnered with these two spirits, a poverty spirit, which is the spirit of lack that says you, you're not good enough. You know, they don't love you enough. If they loved you, they would have come. So that, that spirit of poverty and a spirit of orphanism came upon me at a very early age. And I believe that lie and it shaped me for the majority of my life. But then I came under some good teaching and I was exposed to this and I got liberated from it. So, you know, if you've been verbally abused or if there is a time in your life where something was spoken over you and it might have even been the enemy to speak that over you, I want you to come and I want us uh, to, to line up right here. There's some anointing oil right there. And um, 
And we want to anoint you with the mind of Christ. Are you following me? Like the mind of Christ. One of the scriptures that we read tonight says that we, we war in the spirit realm against thoughts in the heavenly realms, these high principalities, and we tear down every thought that would acknowledge, uh, uh, exalt itself against the knowledge of God. In other words, the knowledge of God, the knowledge of who you are, and we tear those down. So tonight, you're going to tear those down. And listen, I truly believe this. I'm not trying to belabor anything. I truly believe this, that there are people in here tonight that you are in denial about, about these spirits that have plagued you your entire life and told you, you're this and you're that. You're this and you're that. And tonight, I'm telling you, if you'll just step out, and come and say, nope, 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 not anymore. I am receiving the mind of Christ tonight. I am receiving the mind of Christ tonight. So Lord, as these brothers and sisters come tonight, Shay, would you come help us pray? Our prayer team, if y'all will come and help us pray. Holy Spirit, tonight, in the name of Jesus, we just say that you are coming over all of these tonight. Lord, we speak tonight over all of these brothers and sisters that have come, that lies have been told to them, lies have been spoken to them, and tonight, Lord, we say, break those chains, God. We speak truth. We speak the Logos of God over you, Lauren. We speak the Logos of God over you, Neil. We speak the Logos of God over you, Bailey. You are not those lies that the enemy has told you. You are a mighty woman of God. You are beautiful and you are pure. I, I hear, Bailey, I hear the Lord saying that you are pure. You are pure. That's who you are to him. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you for Jennifer, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we say the mind of Christ, release in Jesus' name. The mind of Christ, the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ, the Logos of God over your mind. In the name of Jesus, you are not who the enemy has told you you are. You are not who the enemy has told you that you are. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Freedom, 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 freedom. Sheila Makurian did it a bekitable Freedom reigns in this place. Take us there, okay? Freedom reigns. Freedom reigns. Right now, freedom reigns. Freedom reigns. Freedom from false mindsets. Freedom from lies in the name of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom 
all of a sudden I'm unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your afflictions are for me oh how he loves us all oh how he loves us how he loves us all
planning to do something with this for a long time, but I, I just felt like Holy Spirit was saying, you need to take that tonight. I was like, this is stupid to carry, but okay, because it's not full. But here it is. This is the container that we try to pull, pour God's anointing out of. And this is more adequate of what God wants to pour his anointing out of. See, we want to take the little touch of oil. We want to put it on our little forehead and say, okay, God, you have anointed me. But see, whenever that cat went out on that back 40 of Jesse's and he found that little old redheaded boy who was probably illegitimate and was being hidden away from the prophet, he took a horn of oil. And he poured it over. See, let me tell you something. Your anointing, your calling, your purpose is sloppy. It's messy. It's not in a box. It doesn't fit. And so whenever you get the anointing, it's sloppy and it's gross and it's all over you. But the good thing about the bottle God was showing me was that once he starts pouring from this container, it's everlasting. It doesn't run dry. It's, it just keeps coming and keeps going and keeps going. Because, you know... I've always, I've always thought about that because, like, you got to think, like, they didn't take baths like we take them. So once he got anointed, he smelled like the oil for weeks. Do you smell like the anointing for weeks? Like, and so sometimes the reason why we can't is because we don't ever get past the past so we can get on to the future. You know what I'm saying? And it's like... I didn't want it. I told we told we agreed we were we didn't want to do this. But like after tonight, after so many people had gotten some things gone, I need to remind you exactly how not to get back to those places. See, like people say, oh, don't do that with that guy because you're going to burn a bridge. Oh, don't do this. You're going to burn a bridge. But let me tell you something. There's some bridges that need to be burned. There's some keys that you need to throw away. And so this song. Uh, in the style of Leonard Skinner, Simple Man. But I wrote this going from Sylacauga, Alabama to Montgomery. And I think it's appropriate for some folks tonight. Driving down a two-lane, straddling that middle line. I just passed my marquee 47, wondering what I left behind. I'm not sure where I'm going. I only know where I've been. And I'm trying to live with these things that live within. This road to nowhere, just killing time. I've got some bridges to burn. I gotta throw away the keys that take me down my paths of misery. I wish I could backtrack, though this life 
life into reverse and undo the things that made it go from bad to worse. I don't know where you're taking me. I only know where I've been. But I'm trying to live with these things that live within. Got some things to leave behind Been on this road to nowhere Just killing time I've got some bridges to burn Gotta throw away the keys That take me down my paths Of misery says about bridges to burn okay what it says in a different way it says that if you kick a demon out and you don't clean up your house and put something else in it then not only is that demon going to come back but seven of his buddies so if you don't bar the access by loosing and binding here on earth as it is in heaven on earth as it is in heaven on earth as it is in heaven you get all cleaned up tonight tomorrow is junk because it's like, I emptied it, but what did I fill it with? I emptied it, but what did I fill it with? See, like Pastor said, we're real good about Jesus being the Savior. We're not real good about Him being Lord. Because, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul, right? But do we really give Him our heart and soul, or just we give Him all that in lip service because like whenever I give him my heart whenever I give him my soul he's Lord he's translated from Savior to Lord because he, he gave me my life but I give him my heart and my soul he gave me eternity but I give him my everything you see what I'm saying and the reason why is because it's nothing less than he's already given me because he laid down everything like when you think about the fact that Jesus, okay, Son of God, Seed of David, the Word that was there in the beginning with God, in the beginning was the was God, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So Jesus, that Jesus, when his father said, Hey son, I need you to go down there and save our people, he left the splendor of the throne to come be born as a baby in this flesh suit and then to be ridiculed criticized and destroyed so that we can be free like when you realize what he gave up what do you got to give up like like when you really realize what he gave up he gave up heaven man like, there's people every day here on earth giving up heaven, not knowing what heaven is. But he gave up heaven knowing what heaven was. 
Like there's people on earth every day leaving heaven in, in caskets every single day that they're choosing not to be in heaven. He chose not to be in heaven when he was already in heaven. I dare say, I dare say that there'd be very many people after being able to be there from the beginning to that point in time that would say, you know what, you're right, I think I'm gonna go check out earth. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have. Oh, I get to get beat on and spit on and ridiculed and murdered? No, thanks. I'm good. Thanks, Dad. You know? But he gave it up. Don't say for me. He gave it up for you. Like, like, like you need to personalize that because it's cool to say he gave it up to her. You know, the kids I minister to in Haiti. It's cool to say that he, he gave it up for the folks in Celebration Recovery. He gave it up, you know, he gave all this other different things and all these different programs. He gave his life up for them, but he gave his life up for, like, me? For me? You know? Who am I that he would die for us? Right? And so in that place, I just want us to have a moment of realization that Jesus laid down everything for us. And so don't go back into that old habit. Like tonight, if you got free, if you got broken, if you got something off of you, if, if those mindsets were torn off, if, it, if, if there was release, if there was breakout, if there was breakthrough, if there was break off, if there was a breakdown, don't go right back to it. Because that's like a Proverbs 13, like a fool like a dog returns to his vomit, so does a fool return to his folly. The folly is keeping that negative mindset. Don't do that. That's not wise. Man, it's good, it's good here. I don't know if it's good for y'all, but it's good up here. It's really good. Can I say something? Yeah. I don't want to speak out of school or out of turn or out of place. So please stop me if I do that. But I don't know. I'm, I don't usually, I'm very uncomfortable speaking. Songs are easy. You know the words. You don't have to think about anything. You can just, you know, get in there and worship God. But I wanted to give y'all, because of what you're talking about, I want to give y'all an economics lesson. Can I do that? Does anybody know how much an ounce of gold is? Uh, ounce of gold is about that big around. You might know how much that costs in dollars right now. It's about $1,900. Why is an ounce of gold worth $1,900? The only reason, I want y'all to hear this, please, please hear this. The only reason, the only reason that an ounce of gold or anything else for that matter, is worth anything, is because there's somebody else willing to pay that price to have that. Now, in Revelation, it talks about Jesus as the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Do you know what that means? I don't know what it means. I'm not a really smart guy. But I'll tell you what I think it means. It don't mean that God said, look, I'm going to do this, and these people, and yeah, they're going to be dirt bags, but I'm going to save them, you know, because I'm God. But, hey, let's do a trial run to make sure it's going to work. That's not what that means. That means that God knew. Do you understand what I'm saying? That means that God knew 
before he created me. The piece of human debris that I was for so many years. And he knew before he created you. And he knew before he created anybody else in here. The price that he was going to have to pay. Do you understand what I'm saying? He could have not created you. That would have caused him a lot less pain. Because he felt that. He felt that. Everything Jesus felt, he felt. He knew that. You don't think he didn't know that? He knew that. He knew the price he was going to have to pay. Oh, my goodness, come here. He knew the price he was going to have to pay before he even created the universe. Do you know what that means? That means you know why you're here? Not because God needs you. Because God wants you. Your mama and daddy might not want you. I'm sorry, y'all have to forgive me. I know my my accent's terrible. I'm from way up north. I live. I'm from Talladega County up there, yeah, out in the woods, you know. So, your mama and daddy might not want you. You might not. You might have some brothers and sisters that don't want you. Your kids might not want you. That was mine, by the way. But you know what? God wants you. You know how I know? Because you exist. So I know I'm an idiot. I know I am. You don't have to tell me, but I want you to grasp that. I want you now, you know, don't get too full of yourself because you are dust. You are made out of dirt. But God knew the price he was going to have to pay. And he was willing to do that anyway because he wants you. And he wants you, and he wants you, and oh my goodness, he must be crazy because he wanted me too. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to shut up now. Thanks, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. I want to do uh, something. You can be seated where you are. I want to do something uh, as we just kind of wrap things uh, up and um, Scott, if you'll just play something, um, this is just kind of what I've heard in my head. I don't even know if you know this song, but do you know that song? Uh, you are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. You don't know that one? That hadn't got far, that far back in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, here's the deal. Then we're going to sing it a cappella in a, in a little bit. Uh, and you're a smart guy. You'll figure it out. Uh, or we'll treat it. Uh, 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 not treat it. Teach it to you tonight. So there's a few things. Uh, Rochelle came and, and was sharing something with me. You also were talking about it. When you, uh, you get rid of something... Um, and if you get rid of it, you've got to replace it with something. That's where he's talking about when you cast a demon out. And a lot of times we think of demonic as in, you know, anything that's not of God is demonic. And, you know, we think about it in the movies and, you know, demon possession type stuff. But anything that is not of God, you know, you cast that out. You cast it out. You cast it off. But you've got to replace it with something. And so... Um, a lot of times we say around here, um, God, show me the lie that I have believed. And so you, the Lord identifies the lie 
And uh, it could be anything. It could be like, you know, you're, you're unwanted, you're not worthy. Those lies that I believed when I was five or six years old. But then you have to replace it with the truth. So it's like, so God, what does, what does Holy Spirit say? What is the truth about me? So whatever your lie is, whatever the lie is that the enemy has told you, then you have to replace it with truth. If there's something physical or tangible that you're trying to get rid of, uh, it could be any number of things, drugs, it could be relationship or whatever, unhealthy, soul ties that you need to break. You have to replace that with something else, holy in its place. So I just want you to think about those things. Um, what is it? What's the lie that I've believed? And, and we, uh, we do this all the time. Like we train our people all the time. What's the lie that I'm believing right now about me or this situation? Well, God's not going to take care of this for you. Or God's, God doesn't care about you. Or he would have healed you already. He would have healed you already if he cared about you. Well, that's a lie. It's contrary to the word of God. So what am I going to replace that with? And so I want you to begin to do that. Replace it with something. Tonight, if you just, just do this little exercise with me. I want you to get in your mind. What's the lie that you believed about you or your situation? What's the lie that you've believed? And then you, once you get that in your mind, give you just a second. And then you declare the truth over that. Say it again. Mm, I'm more than enough. My God is big enough to do this thing that Shay and I need him to do for us. Shay, God is big enough to do this thing that we need him to do. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit, now come. If it's something that you've given up tonight, that you've broken off in a physical way, emotional way, come, Holy Spirit. Come right now and fill us. Like, I can't, I can't invite him into you. I can invite him into this room and into me, but I can't invite him into you or your world. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. I welcome you in my life. I welcome you into my body. I welcome you into every situation, Lord. That's how I can call you Lord, because I, I welcome you and I give everything, every situation to you, God. Every situation, every situation, Lord. You're worthy of all of me. You are worthy of all of me. You are worthy of all of me. And I receive you. I receive you, Holy Spirit. Come on. Jesus said, receive the Holy Spirit. He breathed upon them. He breathed upon them. I don't know what that looked like. Like, what does breathing upon people look like? I don't know what that looks like. But he breathed on them and said, receive Holy Spirit. Receive Holy Spirit. Receive Holy Spirit. And I receive you, Lord. I receive you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to do uh, one final prophetic act tonight, and I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna ask a few people that I know personally. They know me. 
uh, known me for, I don't know, I guess about 30 years, 25, 30 years. Um, and I'm going to ask Rochelle, and I'm going to ask you, and then I'm going to ask um, Brandon and Maxie, would y'all come down uh, front? And um, there might be some other people here. I don't know who all's here, but I'm going to tell you why these four people. So these people are uh, special in different ways uh, to, to us. And y'all just kind of stand right here. Uh, um, so what's up? It's the OGs, man. Uh, so let, let me tell you just a little bit about these guys. Um, when I, yeah, I mean, what a, it doesn't matter. It's not a show. So we're just, so, so real quick, these four guys uh, were in our youth group uh, when Shay and I came to Baldwin County. And um, I mean, we, we, we've had a lot of uh, up, up times, down times, you know, right? We've had a lot of ups and downs. Um, I've seen you guys go through a lot of uh, stuff in your in your lives since you were teenagers. And uh, man, look at us now. We're all old and I'm old and they're older. Um, but but I, I remember this. Listen, I remember this. I remember, you know, we used, I used to get up on that little platform over there uh, in Loxley. And I remember saying this. I remember this statement. I don't know if y'all remember it. Y'all probably don't remember half the stuff I said. But this is what I, I remember saying this because the Lord gave me this revelation. And he said, um, he gave me this revelation. And I said to the youth group, I don't know if all of y'all are there, were there or, or just a few of you. But uh, because you were a part of that group, um, it, it was for all of you guys. And I said, we will know how successful what we're doing right now is 20 years in the future based upon where you are. Like if, if, if in 20 years you're not walking your faith out, then this isn't successful, you know. And it didn't matter how, what kind of youth ministry, all of, all of that. And so I, while we were, uh, you know, just worshiping the Lord tonight, um, I don't know what the Lord's fixing to do right here, um, or I don't even fully know the significance. I'm just trying to be obedient to the Lord. Um, you know, we've kind of lost uh, contact for a little bit. For many years, we lost contact, and you were ticked off at me, you know, uh, you know, um, <laughs> hey, don't feel alone. Like literally every person up here uh, has, has, has been ha unhappy with me at some point. But, but here's the, the thing. Uh, so the enemy, I remember telling you one time, um, because the enemy has fought you so hard in life. Um, and, and he, but, he, but he's fought you hard, he's fought you hard, and he's fought you hard, but he's fought you in different ways. Like uh, the battle has, has looked so different uh, for you guys. But it, it doesn't matter what the battle was, you know, it was just the enemy trying to uh, come against you guys. And I remember telling you one time, um, I said, Brandon, the reason why the enemy fights you so hard is because of what 
like the potential uh, explosive dunamis stuff in you. That's why. Like, dude, if you were not a target, I, I don't know what there is in you. I don't know if you know what there is in, in you. Uh, and it's not even about you. It's about what God you know, wants to do. But the, the thing is, is that that's why the enemy, like if you weren't valuable, uh, it, it goes back to Scott, what you were saying, that nugget of gold. Like, um, see, the enemy knows how valuable you are. He knows how valuable you are. And that's why he's fought you in, in those hellish, dark places that, um, that maybe nobody but the two of y'all know. And then there may be only places that only you know and she doesn't and other people don't know. And Maxie, I don't know how the enemy has, has fought you, but I know he has. Um, I know a little bit about your story and how he's fought you and then Rochelle uh, fighting, you, fighting you right now. Um, and I don't know, he might be fighting all of y'all right now. At some degree, every believer is always in a perpetual state of warfare. Um, but I really believe the Lord is saying to you guys, now hear me, hear me. This is not, um, this is not anything, uh, there, don't read anything into this. Don't read anything into it. Well, like, you know, oh, this prophetic word. Now I got to connect myself to destiny church. You, you do not. The Lord is saying, for I have called you, and the time is very short. The time is very short. You need to hear me because this is a time where I am focusing on you for a divine purpose. The time is short, and you have been blindsided by the enemy. The enemy has tried to blind your eyes to the destiny that I've placed on your life. He has fought you. He has fought you, but greater is he, greater is I that is in you than anything the enemy can bring against you. This is a prophetic moment where I am prophesying to you directly, and I say to you, wake up, wake up. Pay attention, pay attention to what I'm doing because your time is short. And I have called you and called you, and over and over, you have ignored and you have turned away from me at times. And you have allowed the enemy to lie to you and you've bought into his lies. But this is different. This is a clarion call, the Lord says. This is a clarion call. It is as clear as the shofar that blew at the very beginning of this encounter. This is a clarion call. This is a call to you that this is one of the last calls that I will make to you. This is a wake-up call. Not that you have been in slumber, not that you have been, but you have actually thought that you're not worthy and the places that you have been and the lies that you have believed have placed you in a place of unworthiness and that you've lost your opportunity. No man, I open doors that no man can shut and I shut doors that no man can open. You know that I called you from an early age. You know that I called you. You know that I placed you in homes that have placed the word of God in you and the word will not return void.
I have watched over you in those dark places, says the Lord. I have watched over you in those dark places because my word was living inside of you and I've watched over my word to perform it. And I have cultivated it until this very night. And I speak to you and I say, this is your clarion call. And from this point forward, the enemy, he will fight you, but he will not fight you like he has before. He will not be, uh, uh, he will not come to this place where you are almost overcome by the enemy. Now you will understand that the warfare that you have been through, that I've been with you all along, says the Lord. And the warfare that you will begin to fight now will take on an entirely different warfare. You will walk. You will walk. Hear me. You will walk as my sons among the enemy. You will walk as sons and daughters of the king among the enemy. And the enemies will tremble. Those demons that you used to tremble at the lies and the terror, you will now terrorize them my spirit will go before you and before you ever enter rooms my spirit will quake the enemy and clear the atmosphere for the presence you will carry in this is your clarion call says the lord this is your clarion call says the lord walk in the spirit of authority that i've given you and watch me begin to shake things in your life I, I don't, uh, Brandon and Maxie, I don't know anything about your story, okay? But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, um, the enemy has lied to you and says that you, that he's lied to you guys and said that you have totally screwed up and that you are paying the price with your family for it. And the Lord says, don't believe that lie. Don't believe that lie. Don't believe that lie. The Lord says, as I preserved you over the prayers of your mom and your dad and your grandmas, as I preserved you, I have preserved them. Mm. God, I received that for myself. Come on, Jesus. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy, Lord. We magnify you, Jesus. Jesus. God, I just want to thank you tonight for what you've done. I want to thank you for the promises that you've made. I want to thank you, Lord, for for this right here. Um, So this is a prophetic moment. And Lord, I thank you for the clarion call. Man, I I hope y'all know what that means, man. He's called you for the last time. And it's not a, this is your last chance call. He's called you for the last time. I remember when I was 16 years old, God gave me the clarion call. And he said, this is the last time I'm calling you because you're going to get it. 
like you're going to get it. And I did. I got it. Up until that point, I didn't get it. But when he called me, I'm like, God, from this point on, it's me and you, and and it's no back and forth. Tonight, tonight was y'all's clarion call. Answer the call. Answer the call. Lord, I thank you. Um, Rochelle, I just heard like in your battle that you're going through with your health, the enemy has tried to beat you down. But he gets the glory. He gets the glory out of it. He gets the glory out of it, whatever it looks, because you're going to still be standing. Come on, you're still going to be standing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. Lord, you deserve the glory. You are worthy of it all. Come on, stand to your feet and sing it. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Sing it again. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. And now it goes like this, day and night, night and day. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. One more time. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, you are worthy of it all. Come on, lift your voices. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. To you are all things. You deserve the glory. Come on, you are worthy. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. And to you are all things you deserve the glory day and night night and day we say day and night night and day let incense arise 
day and night, night and day. Come on, lift your hands up to the Lord tonight. Can we just honor him for what he's done in this house? Thank you, Lord. We lift our hand to you, Lord. And could we just do a wave offering with our, with our arms back and forth? Can you imagine the Israelites, all of them out there, just waving? They present a wave offering to the Lord. So, Lord, we just wave before you, God, your majesty, your glory, your, your eminence, Lord. You are glorious in all of your ways, Father. We thank you that we have broken through. We thank you, God, by the power invested in us by your Holy Spirit, the dynamite power of your baptism, God, that we were able to use the keys to the kingdom to bind and to loose and to break in Jesus' name. And we stamp on the face of the enemy tonight in Jesus' name. We lift you up, God, because you're great and mighty and glorious in all of your ways. And in this house, forever we will praise your name because there is no God like you. There's none above you or beneath you or beside you that can take your place in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Well, guys, can you say how much we love these guys? Scott, you and your family. So it's, it's Scott and Michael and then uh, Sherry. Is that right? and uh, Shaylin, uh, his daughter, somewhere over there. Uh, please make your way through and let them know how much you, you appreciate them for being here tonight. Man, God bless you guys. Alan, great job. Thank you so much for leading us into that warfare worship. God bless you. Turn around and shake some hands tonight. God bless you.